Bung Bung. Welcome to the potty is brought to you by Bung Bung Coffee, the best coffee you have ever experienced. I'm telling you this because I know a guy whose ex-wife just recently returned from a European holiday and she came back talking about how good the uh, you know the coffee was in Italy and, and Spain and, and Germany and all these places like this. And um, her, her ex her ex-partner, who is my friend, um, he was he was sitting down. They've got kids together, so they you know they were doing like a, a swap, you know, kid swap, you know, you know, sw- switch switching hands, you know, custody battles. And um, he goes, "Oh, you think that's good coffee? Yeah, you know, come on in, have a have a have a taste of this. Where do you think this is from?" She's like, "Oh, oh my goodness, this must have been from the." You know, probably the the rich part of Italy, the the Lake Como region, because this is better than anything I had on a whole European holiday. And you know, um, you know, I, I was I was I was I was sipping on Chardonnays and putting pain pills in it and all type types of stuff like this. And it 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 still it still outweighs that. That's how good this is. It's better than pain pills. This is the best coffee, you know, in any hemisphere. That you you want to go left, right, up, down, you know, northern, southern. This is the best. And, she, and he goes, well, you know what? This isn't even from Europa. This is from South America. You're talking Honduras, Cuba, Colombia, Brazil. You know? I think those are the countries anyway. But it's a blend of these four prime coffee countries. And they, they you know, they ship, the, they ship them beans over. They get roasted fresh and delivered directly to your door. That's coffee. You know, coffee beans del- delivered directly to your door. So if you want to, you know, if you want to grind them up fresh at your house and get that cafe-flavored brew, better than cafe, better than cafe. This is your favorite brewer's favorite brew, and I'll put that on my mama. You understand me? Anyway, she had a sip of this coffee, and they ended up getting back together. She couldn't believe it. So if you want to get back with your ex, Bung Bung Coffee's for you. If you want to get that Bung Bung Coffee, you want to get that ex-girlfriend back, bungbungcoffee.com that's b-u-n-g b-u-n-g coffee.com and enter promo code p-o-double-d-y that's promo code potty for 15% off all orders 15% off all orders if you enter that promo code potty p-o-double-d-y understand get that ex-girlfriend back let's start the show welcome to welcome to the party best show on the internet ask anybody you know it's easy money, sit back, relax, get your headphones, everybody. Welcome to Welcome to the Party, blackout in the booth, every episode's a party. We go hard like Ricky Bobby, tell a friend to tell a friend, this is Welcome to the Party. Welcome to the Party, bung bung, it's your man Claytron, aka the Big Boss Man, aka the Clumsy Jeweler, because I'm always dropping gems, aka the Milkman, because I always deliver, aka the PhD of podcasts and the Magnum PI of podcasts, the Captain, the, uh, the Chat, G. PT on podcast because I'm automatic with this podcast game. You understand? You asked me a question and it's coming right back at you. We got advice emails today. We didn't get any voice messages like we requested. Dude, you 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 guys flood the inbox with the with the advice emails. Hit hit the voice message. One, you'll get prioritized. You basically you can send anything in there and we're gonna play it at this point because no one ever leaves a voice message. So put a voice message up. Um, but we got, you know, you ask a question, I got answers. Okay. That's what, that's what it is over here at the Womb to the Potty podcast. So we'll get into that a bit later, but I'm the GP, I'm the chat GPT of this game. All right. Now, in saying that I've made it this far, I made it through an ad read. I've made it up to here without swearing. I'm going to do what I can. We, we might, we might end up with that elusive clean episode this week, but we'll see what happens. But um, I say that to say this, man. Last week was a f around, <laughs> man. Let's let's start at the beginning, which I think, which I honestly think is sports. It was the gather round of footy, and this is after uh, you know the the last episode with um, uh, board board man and myself. Um. It was the gather round of footy and um, friend of the show, Corey Maynard, hooked us up with tickets, me and Rach and Kenny. I mean, Kenny gets in for free. And uh, we get in the uh, the exclusive booth, baby. We get in that 
at it was called the clubhouse. It was like a function room, and it was the who's who. Okay, Gil McLaughlin, CEO of the AFL, he was up there. You got Peter Malinowskis, you know, doing politics. Um, you know, and I was thinking, oh, we're gonna be rubbing shoulders. I better, you know, I better bring some business cards. I better do this. I better do that. And you know that's happened before. Last time I went, I got my boss's footy tickets at Adelaide Oval, and I thought, I thought we were going to be in a booth with the Who's Who, but we weren't. We were just in like this section that was basically just like a fancy general admission. And I actually brought, I actually brought um, business cards. I told a friend of mine to print business cards. The guy that I brought, he's actually a friend of the show too, Chet. I told him, bring business cards because we're going to be up there with the Adelaide's elite. That wasn't the case. We actually ended up going to a bar after the footy and we were there from open to close. I think they're still looking for us to sign some merch or something, but we didn't, yeah. That was, this wasn't as embarrassing as it because this one, there was there was elites there. You know, Adelaide elite, Peter Malinowskis. Then you've also got Australia elite, AFL CEO, um, Gil McLaughlin, I think they call him. I think Hamish McLaughlin might have even been there too, interviewing kids or something. I don't know. There was a couple of milfies up there. I couldn't believe it. One of them was Rach, but the, you know there was a couple additional ones. There was a few people that I think snuck in as well because they, you know, wearing jean shorts. You know, we were in there wearing khakis and and bomber jackets and there was people in there with suits on there was delicious almond croissants i got up there i started speaking french she was like what kind of wine do you want darling i was like i'll have a glass of the rosé with me almond croissant and then i was also like and i'll have a asahi i was drinking asahis like a one-none bro and that man I, I, after that wedding the week before and the other fancy party, I was thinking, oh, I'll take a break from drinking. But then, you know, Corbore gets me in this, you know, the fancy spot, free drinks, free food. Yeah, I'm going to have two almond croissants, you know. Yeah, I'm going to pretend I didn't. Yeah, I'm not going to count my calories. I'm not going to go home with the guilt. I'm just going to act like I didn't eat it, you know. I'll straight up pretend that I haven't eaten yet today. And, you know, we had... Yeah, I had two almond croissants, bro. They got that almond butter inside. It's sweet. Mm. My God. I could hardly focus on the footy, bro. I was there just, just downing that flaky goodness. You ever had an almond croissant so good that you forgot you had a nut allergy? My God. And I don't have a nut allergy that I know of. But if I did, I would have still ate this almond croissant. It was so Damn good. They had salami. They had like, you know, charcuterie board. And charcuterie, bro, that's like, I don't even know what language that is, but it's a tongue twister because I I didn't know if it was charcuterie, charcuterie. You know, char, you know char, charcuterie sounds like basically a fish and chip shop where they, they're cutting charcoal chickens or something. I don't know what's going on. I don't know what language I'm speaking, but I can see salami. I can see cheese. It's going in my mouth, bro. It's like I'm inside this whole time. I'm just inside watching the footy on the TV, eating, because I couldn't, you know, I couldn't bring myself to leave the food spot. They're bringing out, you know, salt and peppers, squid, arancini, pies, pasty, sausage roll. I don't know. Oh, donuts brownies i didn't know where to start and where to end okay did i leave well fed yes yeah did i put on about 26 kilos in a in a half a footy it's insanity it was at mount barker it was the north um north melbourne um kangaroos versus the brisbane lions North kicked the first five goals. It was looking unbelievable. Then Brisbane ragdolled him for the rest of the game. You know, no offense to Corey, no offense, no offense to Hugh Greenwood, who is a friend of mine. 
Um, he was invited to be a friend of the show, but he never got back to me. But we went to the AIS together, me and Yui. So I got it. I actually, we all, me, Corey, I mean, me, Kenny, and Rachel went into the club rooms after the game, liaising with players, bro. It was fucking ridiculous. This is Kenny's first footy. Oh, I just swore. I just swore. Ten minutes though. That's pretty. That's pretty decent. Um, dude. Yeah, we. It was Kenny's first footy experience, and he's he's in the he's in the function room. He's in the club room. He's getting held by AFL players. Ridiculous. This kid is living large. He's not gonna want to. He's not even gonna want to do general admission. He's gonna be like a spoiled like celebrity brat. Celebrity child, you know, like child of celebrity. He's gonna have a drug problem, you know, rehab, and no one even knows his name. He only know they only know like the 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 parents' names, and he's doing you know he's doing blow off, of, you know, buttholes, and he's he's blowing he's blowing blow up there, and he's sucking blow out of there. He doesn't know which direction the straw, you know, the straw is really doing his work in, and. You know, he's feeling he's feeling invisible. He's he's doing tightrope walking between balconies and stuff like this. And people are like, well, what does he do for a living? And they're like, nothing. He's just the son of, you know, what's his face? I'm like, oh man, well he acts like he's a superstar. And they're like, yeah, that's what sons of do. So that's where that's kind of where he's headed. So we you know, we're gonna do an intervention for him pretty soon, but man, it was fun. I had a blast. I loved the gather round. There was just footy all weekend in this in the city of Adelaide. All nine rounds, all not, not all nine games of round five, footy were in Adelaide, and it was just like the city was buzzing, man. The weather shat itself, dude. I can swear now. The weather, as dude, we didn't get a drop of rain in Mount Barker. We come back, drive back, not a drop on the car. Get out of the car. The sky just unzips, bro. All over us, bro. Without consent. And it started bucketing down. Me and Rach get out of the car. We run onto the veranda. We've left Kenny in the car. And we just leave him. It was, I mean, it was raining so hard. Like, you know how, how hard the water out of a shower hits you? It was raining harder, harder than that. You know, so we, um, yeah, we got through, we, we ended up getting through that anyway, got through that. And, um, I was like, oh man, Kenny is going to be crying so hard when we get back to, when we get out of this car and guess what? I mean, when we get back to the car to get him, we open the, we open the door and he's just sitting there smiling. You know, he's just such a good boy, man. He's such a good boy, man. It was our anniversary that weekend too. And, you know, with a kid, it's hard to, it's hard to like go anywhere really. It's hard to go anywhere like for dinner because of bedtimes and stuff. It's like you F up bedtime and you're pretty much, you, you know, at least a couple of days you, the kid might be out of whack, but maybe even a week or something. So I booked us a dinner and I ended up canceling dinner on the day of our anniversary, six years, six years, give it up, give it up for the kids, man. six years, baby, easy money, another one, yeah, we'll get another one, yeah, sensational, six years, so, um, yeah, I ended up cancelling dinner, and I ended up cooking, and I cooked us, um, Spring like like spring rolls, but not like out of a box. I made them. I made spring rolls, man. And I got to tell you, I killed it. I killed it. I didn't deep fry them though. I I did it in the oven, and they weren't crispy enough. And if I had another chance, I'd deep fry them. So I'll do them again one day and deep fry them. But they were still delicious. They just weren't um crispy. And then I made uh dumplings, double cooked. All right, I boiled these babies. Took them out of there, chucked them in the pan, and I pan fried them. <clears throat> Unbelievable! It was delicious. It was ridiculous. It was ridiculous, man. Um, so that was what we had for our um anniversary dinner, and then we 
got Kenny to sleep, and we went we went to bed and we watched scary movie, bro. Throwback for our anniversary, and that was perfect. That was absolutely perfect because um, it wasn't more work for me because that's a movie that's already been reviewed by the boss man himself, so I don't need to do another Clay's review. So it's just like you know, it's, it's not work. You know, I'm not at work while I'm on my anniversary and. Um, yeah, man, it was, honestly, it was fire. Then we fell asleep, dude. We fell asleep right at the, right after the movie ended. We didn't even, you know, do sex, really. We didn't even do it. And that's, that's what anniversaries are like now, that we've got a kid. But it's good, it's fun. It was fun, man. Um, trying to think what else. Corbore after the footy he came over. Man, I was thinking I was thinking of the footy, bro. Like we're being up there with all those, you know, big wigs and shit. I'm thinking like someone's gonna look at us. And you know, I'm still handsome. I might be a fat fuck, but I'm still handsome. I'm thinking someone's gonna come over here and look at us and be like, These are two hot people. Let's put them on a telly or something. Didn't happen. I didn't get an interview. I didn't even I didn't get offered, you know to host the footy show or nothing like that. But maybe next time, next time um, Corbore comes to town, I'm going to try and fucking sneak into the, to the beautiful people section again, man. But yeah, I didn't get, didn't get any gigs from it, but yeah, I think I might try and um, try and get on the front bar or whatever that show is called or the footy show next time. Just be like, I'll just approach Gil and be like, yeah, mate, like, just so you know, like I, um, yeah, me and Mick Malloy go way back. And like, oh, I'll chuck you on the show next week. And you guys are like Clay, that's the AFL CEO, not the seven, not the Channel Seven CEO. And to that, I say, shut the fuck up and get with the jokes. You know, like it's just I'm just making jokes. Man, I got dried up porridge on my legs because my kids just always throwing his food everywhere. So. I don't want to get into this too heavy because you never know who's listening, right? But we wake up on the Sunday and Rachel's um, brother and sister-in-law are moving to Adelaide, all right? She's really jacked up about it. She can't wait. You know, that's all she talks about. And they um they do like a family FaceTime while they're driving. The whole family's on there. And I, dude, I got to tell you this, I fucking hate a family FaceTime. I don't want to do it with my own family, let alone someone else's family. Okay? And I'll tell you this, man. When I gotta do a family FaceTime with someone else's family, I shut down. I get quiet. I do the smile, trying to at least be like some sort of charm I have just, you know, manufactured charm, you know? Um, so I do that, we get through the chat. And they're on their way, and Rach is jacked, bro. Like, oh, oh, can't wait to see you. Like, when, oh, when are you going here? If you need anything, let us know. And they're just like, oh, well, actually, we need a place to stay because we don't get our keys for two days. And it's like, okay. Well, don't come for two days, you know? Anyway, of course, she says, yep, stay with us. Stay with us. Of course, stay with us. Don't, like, what? You have to stay with us. Oh, it'll be so much fun. I'm not thinking it's going to be fun, all right? One, they've got two kids. If you know anything about me, I'm not a big kid guy. You're like, Clay, you got a kid. Yeah, i got one. I'm, I'm hoping it's going to stay that way, just one. And, you know, he's mine. He's the only kid I like. The only kid I like, okay? Now, keep that, keep that locked in because... Some of you, some of you guys, you, you know, we hang out on a regular basis, and you're like, oh, "Clay likes my kid." I don't. I don't like him or her. Don't. I don't like them. I like my kid. That's the only kid I like. I like you, adults, and I like your kid when they become adult. But right now, I hate your kid. All right, understand that. So there was no chat. There was no chat between us about like, oh, you, like, oh, oh, this happened. like because we're on the call together. She just says, like, yeah. And they're like, oh, awesome, cool. And I was like, oh, shit. I didn't even get asked if someone can stay in my house. That's cool. So they were right. It's fine. You know, it's fine. We don't have a spare bedroom. That's fine. There's four of them. That's fine. 
Okay, we don't have a best, we don't have a spare bedroom. That's fine. You guys will sleep in the lounge room, and I won't be able to watch TV for a whole week. That's fine. All right. Turns out Monday is the most hectic day at work. I'm fucking gunning. I'm going crazy. I'm fucking phone calls, emails, file reviews. You know, supervision with employee. I'm doing it all. I'm doing it all. It's crazy. Get back. I gotta cook dinner. I cook dinner. I don't sit down, dude. I didn't rest. I I woke up, you know, six in the morning, and I did not rest until probably eight at night. Hated. I hate that so much. All right, I hate that. We're in bed. I'm like, oh fuck. Oh Jesus Christ! What a day, you know. We made it. We made it. Right. So they'll stay here tonight, and then they'll be gone tomorrow. Okay. They go to check. They go to pick up their keys to their house, and the house is all fucked up. They haven't cleaned the carpets. They haven't cleaned the walls. It's gross. They're, this is not livable. You know, they're dealing with the landlord and shit. The landlord's not, um, you know, uh, cooperating. So it's all fucked up. So they got to stay with us. I'm like, yeah, that's fine. That's fine. Do what you got to do. And they're like, we'll, we'll sort dinner out tonight. Beautiful. They saw it. Perfect. Um, oh, actually, I didn't eat dinner with them. I didn't eat. I'm gonna. I'm going to digress right now. I, I had a so. I had another social game that night. Now, you guys might remember from the last episode that I told Lavelle, like, I'm gonna have to tell these guys I can't play. My knees all fucked up. Well, I booked in for a remedial massage. Okay. After work on Tuesday, I went got a massage, and I'm like, look. This was the first available appointment since last Tuesday when I was really not feeling good. Um, but I cannot get a remedial massage and then play in the same day. So I need you to just give me a sports massage. Just touch me up a little bit, you know. And the dude's like, yeah, 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 cool. Um, yeah, we'll just we'll just warm you up. And I was like, set my traps. I need you to dig into my traps because my traps are a problem. And it might be because I do 50 push-ups a day, which I'm just going to digress again. I've not been doing my 50 push-ups a day. Uh, Last week was the first week that I've done zero. Uh, That's going to be a tough week to catch up on. That's 350 push-ups gone. Uh, So that's going to be really hard, but we'll we'll figure it out. Um, So I'm like, yeah, dig into the traps. They're a problem. Anyway. I played that night. Now, I was, I was kind of blowing my own wiener that week before, talking about I had 20 and three boards or something. Um, this game, I could not shoot. I, I didn't score anything that wasn't a layup, and I only scored six layups. That's 12 points. I only had 12 points. I had nine boards, though. I was attacking the boards for once in my life. And I had, um, you know, tray assists, I think it was, or maybe one assist. Um but yeah, I didn't. I didn't play great. I didn't hit any shots. I didn't really do much of value, and my knee was blowing up. And now it's a week later, and my knee's still fucked. So I've told him. I have told him now. After two games, I've said I cannot play unless it is an emergency. Unless you have nobody. Unless you've got four guys. You've hit up two guys that aren't in the team already, and they've said they can't hit me up third, and I'll come and play. You know. And I'm going to need screenshots of the guys saying no with with timestamps and date stamps. You know, like, this is where I'm at in my life. I cannot do it. I'm a broken man. So we won. So I'm two for two this year. Um, this decade, really, I'm two for two. Social games. Um, I'm averaging uh, 16 points. Um. So that's not bad. That's not bad. But yeah, I'm I'm done, dude. I'm fucked. My knee sounds like um let's think, let's think of you know a bag of marbles? Remember those bags of marbles where they, they were like mesh bags if you tighten to the mesh up and then kind of like squeeze the marbles through and it was like crouched through. That's what my knee fucking sounds like, dude, when I'm walking. 
my knee, yeah, my knee, it sounds like someone with their L plates trying to get through their first lesson in a manual car, just crunching through that fucking clutch, baby. My knee sounds like someone is not pressing that clutch down hard enough. That's what my left knee feels like and sounds like. Dude, last time I got out of my seat at work, my knee was like, bang. Everyone in the office got under their desk. That's what my fucking knee sounds like, bro. So I get home from that game, you know, ice up. I put on the Voltaren Osteo Gel, shout out. And, um, you know, don't sleep. I don't sleep that night. We... We get up in the morning. I say get up because I didn't sleep. And um, first thing Rachel's brother says when he comes in, I'm whispering as if this isn't recorded and broadcast on the internet. So if they listen to it, you know, I'm sorry, but this this, this happened, all right? This happened this week and this podcast is about my life. Gets up and he says, oh, do you have some Panadol? Um, you know, what's her face? I don't, so I don't want to name him. You know, what's her face isn't feeling great. Oh, uh, what? Oh, yeah, she's got a headache. Oh, yeah, we got some Panadol here. Here here you go. Do this. Do this. Do with what may or whatever. Whatever you say, you know. And, um, you know, I get out. I get out. I get the fuck out. Go to work. Get a phone call later in the day from Rach. Like, oh, you know, what's her face? Hasn't even got out of bed all day. I was like, what? Well, yeah, she hasn't got out of bed all day. She's like really sick. I was like, oh, so she's got COVID. She's like, no, 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 it's not COVID. I was like, just because you don't want it to be doesn't make it so. I was like, what other sickness has you in bed all day? You know, unless you got like straight up gastro or whatever. And she, you know, she wasn't shitting. You know, she wasn't spraying bowls. She just didn't get up. I was like, either she's, you know, taking the piss and she just wants you know, free babysitting or she's got COVID. And Rachel's like, no, 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 she doesn't. I was like, has she done a test? So no, no, I'll get her to do one. I was like, all right, doesn't matter. She's got it. Okay, so I'm, I'm, I'm fucking fuming, bro. Fuming. Cause I, I know, I already know, you know, if you don't know at this point, you're tarted. All right. You're tarted. So I'm like, I'm like, okay, so I've got to go home to a COVID-infested house and and all this. I'm fucking, I'm living. Anyway, I get home. Still still in bed when I get home from my nine to five. So I get home at five, not out of bed. I'm like, oh, that's the, that's the big C-bomb, you know? So I, you know, quickly eat dinner and I'm trying to keep my distance. I'm doing dishes. I'm just staying out of the way, trying to not get this shit. Dishes go straight to bed, all that. Next day, phone call from Rach when I'm at work. Yep. Yep, tested positive. I'm like, get him out. Get him out. And I'm fucking fuming. I'm like, I'm like oh, I had to go for a walk, dude. I couldn't sit at my desk anymore. I had to go for a walk, cool off. Um, fume. I was fuming, bro fuming like a bloody an old diesel engine that needed an oil change, you know? Like an old Hilux. Fuming, bro. Missing Navara that just hasn't had an oil change in like five years. Just absolutely fuming. So Kenny's just fucked, mate. He's been fucked. I've been sleeping on the couch, quarantining from him. I didn't touch Kenny for like two days and then like I just I was having like withdrawal symptoms, so I started on like the Saturday, I started touching him again. Um, but Rach, and, Rach got like somewhat sick, but I think that was more from like being tired because she kept t- testing negative and she um, she just had like the sniffles for a day and it kind of went away. And then I just haven't, I've just been fine the whole time, but I had to cancel plans, dude. Check out, check out what I had to cancel this week. And you know, sometimes it's nice not to have to leave the house, but like I was jacked. I was jacked up for this weekend. So, friend of the show, Steve. You guys know him. He's been on several episodes. He he was in town. He was in town. And 
and I was supposed to catch up with him. Had to cancel that. Um, Boardman had tickets to live golf, but he went to Bali, and when he came back, he was too tired and shit. He, he just didn't want to go. Gives me the ticket. Bang, can't go. Um, And I had fat FOMO because that shit looked live, bro. Live at live. You know what I'm saying? And then... And then my friend, it was my friend's 30th birthday. Missed it. Missed it. Missed it. Um, and, you know, couldn't sleep in my own bed. Couldn't touch my kid. Couldn't touch my girlfriend. Today, um, which is Monday, as I just said, um, was the first time I've kissed my girlfriend in over a week. You know? Fucking... Shit time, dude. And, you know, I'm really hoping we get some sleep tonight. Really hoping, man. It's just like fucking brutal, bro. Anyway, I think we're still in the sports second. Um, I forget how I digressed in the first place. Um, I think I was getting a massage. Oh, who fucking knows, bro? That was last week, so I don't have heaps to talk about other than the fact, you know, I'm averaging 16 points in the um, SBAA, you know. So, you know, do with do with that information what you will. I had a dope, I had a crazy dream. I had a crazy dream last week where, fuck, I should have wrote this down. It was It was like a sitcom like a sitcom and I think I think Rach and I broke up what happened I think it was just you know the the silly shit of trying to like trying to date I think it was like I was trying to date um you know and I had a kid and it was just like the the silliness that came with that um but I can't, you know, I can't really remember specifics. I remember something about a lesbian maybe. And it had a laugh track and everything. I've been watching Seinfeld, so that would probably come from that. But that was pretty crazy. Um, dude, you gotta check this. You gotta check this out. I think we're still in the sports section, so I'm gonna I'm gonna play you guys a video real quick. And if anyone knows anything about footy, roaming Brian Brian, BT Brian Thompson, he he walks around and he he does um interviews with with people in the locker rooms after the game. And this is Gather Round. And um, this is one of the... I don't know if he still listens to the Welcome to the Potty podcast, but he um, he used to be... He definitely used to be a listener. Uh, and he's he's a, he's a friend. And he's everyone knows he's got a good voice. But check this out. BT pulls him up on it. Well, the boys, great to see them. Who, who we got here? Who's who's this? Uh, Alex, he wants to say hello. Alex, Alex, come over here, please. This is Alex. What, 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 what's he, where does he fit in? Uh, he's one of my brother's good mates. You just want to say good day. One of your brother's good mates, Alex. What are you, uh, you a South Australian? Yeah, yeah, home, home and hose, homebred brother. What did you think tonight of these guys? Very good, very good. Errol's got a good size on him. Jeez, you could read the news. Have a listen to the voice on it. Start the news bulletin, tonight's news, and uh, start from the start. Okay, tell us about Gather Round. Well, what's the headline? Well, Gather Round. Well, Gather Round here. Peter Malinowskis has put on a phenomenal show. Gillen's backed it in. We'll be back here next year. Thank you. It's very good. He's got a, he's got the voice, there's no doubt about it. You're just uh, <laughs> having a ch- He's got the voice, there's no doubt about it. Um, yeah, so that's KO, man, and he just fucking murdered that shit. Murked it, baby. Um, dude, I love that. I love that. And that's the kind of opportunity that I was hoping to get up there in the rooms. So that's, that's really all I'm trying to say is like, he got his, he got a little, little, uh, piece of, piece of fame there. And no, we got, we got, we got a nice video last week. They got about 13,000, um, views, which, uh, you know, we went crazy. Shout out to Braden Maynard for, for sharing that, that clip. Cause that went ape shit, baby. You know, we got more, we got more listeners. We got, you know, it fucking went off. So shout out to Brados. We've got to get him on the show sometime as well. Um, I forgot what else I wanted to talk about today. Dude, we went to, um, we went for a walk this afternoon to try and get Kenny to go to sleep after work. And um, we walked by this guy. He hadn't quite knocked off yet. He was a painter. 
You know how calm painting is, dude. And you're sort of like, he's, and I mean, he was painting like a house. Sort of slowly and calm. And, this, and, he's, and he's listening to screamo music on a full blast on the radio. Like just, just going full Mr. Miyagi. Just, just stroke up, stroke down, no hormones, you know. With this wild screamo play. It was the most... Um, it was... It was a living oxymoron. Is the only thing that I know how to call it. No. <sighs> it was nuts. It was, it was beautiful. It was a piece of art. It was a piece of art saying that. It was almost like, um, what do they call it? Living art? But, um, I don't know what they call it. Something stupid. Um, dude, I've got to tell you this. This is for all the podlers out there, man, and the podlers are the listeners of the Walk to the Potty podcast, bro. <sighs> I need you guys to start saying easy money at cash registers. When you go, when you go to buy your fuel, and they're like, "Yeah, that's thirty-eight fifty, and you clearly haven't filled up your tank because you are poor. I want you to be like easy money. You know. Um, let me just get the bite. Easy money, dude. When you're at Subway, and you're like, "Let me get a foot long." Um. Oh, sorry, actually, I mean um, six inch, you know, because you just remember you don't have enough money for a full long. So you go, oh, sorry, six six inch on wheat. And you get down to the end, you got the cheapest thing, like a fucking Italian BMT. And they say, oh, that'll be, you know, eight ninety five. Just be like. Easy money. You know, that's what I, I want to start. I want to see that. I want people to send it in. Dude, I want you, when you buy it, you know, four T-shirts for a hundred dollars from AS Color, and they say that'll be a that'll be a hundred. Thanks, just be like easy money. But you say it, you say it. You don't have the soundbite. Just be just be there on fucking Instagram or just on your phone. Film yourself doing this, and just be like easy money. Cheers, mate. You know, something like that. Just be like, oh, easy money. You know, you can say it however you want. You can you can just try and mix it into your like um uh like if you're gonna say like oh yeah just on card thanks be like yeah easy money just on card thanks you know you can mix it in that like that or you can or you can be like oh easy money if you want to if you want to be crazy but I just want you guys at cash registers to be telling motherfuckers easy money let them know that you got it. You know, and send that shit in, and we will play it, and we'll shout you out. We'll put your little uh, Instagram handle like right here, and we'll, we'll let people know, like you know, here we oh oh R Kelly sent us something, you know, and he you know here he is pissing on somebody while he pays, you know, for you know a new bucket or whatever he's buying. Easy money. You know, it's fucking fire, bro. Easy money. Uh, that's what I want from you guys. That's what I want from you guys. And I think you can do it. I believe in you guys. You got to believe in yourselves. There's no point of getting out of bed every day if you don't believe in yourself. And I know you do. You only think you don't. You got to go and get your fucking money up. You got to grind. You got you to you gotta work 25 hours a day. And that might mean that might mean some double handling. That might mean that you're working on your own business while you're at your nine to five. You understand me? You gotta be doing two things at once to work twenty five hours a day, baby. And you still gotta sleep seven hours a day. So how's that work? How does that work? You got you got like seventeen hours to get twenty five hours of work done. That's hard. That's hard, but it's not hard if you got the right mindset. And the right mindset really is that you got to drink bung bung coffee. Feeling tired? Fuck that. Perk up and level up with bung bung coffee's delicious modern dark roast. Your favorite brewer's favorite brew. Bungbungcoffee.com. Um. Anyway, let's do advice it. 
We that need to no move problem. Lonzo. That ain't no problem. Huh? That ain't no problem. All right, this is wild, but we're going to get through it. Now, listen, I want you guys to send the voice message in. So go, just all you got to do is go to uh, the Instagram, welcome to the potty Instagram, and click on the link in the bio. And there's a little voice message thing. It says voice message. Just click on voice message. Leave, leave your message. You just go like, hey, boss, man, it's, you know, it's Greg. And, um, yeah, this is hard, but I've just lost all my money because I put it all into Bitcoin. I thought by now there would be a universal currency and there's not. There's still the US dollar and the AUD and the yen and the, you know, the pound, you know, the euro, the, the rupee, you know. There's still all that and I'm over here with my dick in my hand and a, and a Bitcoin up my asshole. And I don't know what to do. And I'll be like, look, you got to diversify your bonds, nigga. You know, I'll let you know what you're supposed to do. Because I, I know a little bit about something, but nothing about everything. You know, or something like that. A little bit about everything and a lot about nothing. I think that's what I meant. But here we go. This one's coming in from a guy named Matt. Matt. Dude, I used to have a volleyball coach named Matt. And um, he was a redheaded guy. And we used to call him Herring. And that's bullying. Um, I, 25, have just recently found out that my ex of seven years, 26, has been sleeping with a 16-year-old. This is from Matt. 16, when you're 26, that's too young. 16 is too young. Uh, 16 is too young usually even when you're 18, I think, in most countries and cities and states. Um, yeah, it's coming in from Matt. I'm not sure what to do at this point. The only proof I have is him telling me and a couple of screenshots. Oh, you're a gay guy. Shout out to the gays, man. I don't know how many gays listen to this show, um, but you're welcome to uh, listen to it. You're welcome to write advice emails in. You're welcome to tell your friends to tell their friends to listen to the Welcome to the Potty podcast. Um, so thank you, Matt, for writing in. Easy money. Uh, so you got a couple of screenshots, uh, but they aren't hard enough evidence of anything. Long story short, I had a feeling he was cheating. I looked through his phone, saw their messages and a couple of videos of them together. Damn. These motherfuckers are out there, you know? You know, motherfuckers really doing videos. I'm not on video. Um, my girlfriend, my ex-girlfriend before, my last girlfriend before Rachel, Kimberly, everyone knows her. Um... We talked about doing a video. I think it was the night before she broke up with me. And then the chain of events that followed and no video happened. Ah, oh, bruh. It was, it was brutal. It was a brutal night. Weekend, really. Christmas. It was a brutal Christmas. And, um, yeah, we won't get into the details here because I, 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 I mean, I'll be fine. But uh, it's just, it's a naughty egg. Bro, that was that was a painful fucking few months after that. Anyway, um, videos together, dude. That's nuts. That's so confident. Level of confidence, bro. I don't even really like watching videos of me doing comedy, let alone fucking. You know, and, you know. If I'm really, you know, if I, if I'm hydrated, I can I can throw it down a little bit. But like, if I'm if I've been having too many sugars that day and I'm, you know, I'm coming down, but it's, uh, I'm, I'm, you know, I'm sloppy. I'm, I'm not on top of it. Got to, you got to have real confidence to want it on video. And when I wanted it on video, I was fit. I was in, I was in my prime physically. I was strong, I was shredded. Now I'm like a sloppy, like, remember Flubber? How good it made Robin Williams at basketball? I, I look like, I just look like the flubber. You know, I look like the green, sloppy monster. You know, that's me. So no, I wouldn't put myself on video. I don't think that's what you're asking though, Matt. Let's do it. Um, I then went to confront him and he admitted to the kid being 16 and he'd met and slept with him about four times. I don't know exactly where the kid lives, but I think I know the neighborhood. I don't know what I should do at this point. Should I try to contact his parents somehow? I only know the kid's first name and I still have no idea how to find him. Please, boss man, 
give me some advice. Duke. This is uh This is a Jared from Subway scenario. You know, this motherfucker's got you over here. He's doing like the old um you know, three card Monty or whatever. He's got you looking over here. But he's, you know, fucking kids over here. You know what I'm saying? And that that just got me probably taken off YouTube. But um yeah, call the cops, call the parents. If you don't even know the parents, just do steal his phone, snitch on him, bro. Rat on this motherfucker. You know what I'm saying? Get talking. Get informing, inform some motherfuckers of this shit because this is disgusting, baby. You're not supposed to do it. 26 with a 16 year old. Man, I'd be, man, I'd be doing some property damage from, on this motherfucker and beat his car up or something. Then tell the cops, you know, that's some foul shit, bro. I don't know. I'll tell you this. Don't stay with the motherfucker, bro. Or motherfucker, that's probably the opposite of what he is. He's a, you know, son, son of, he's the son of, he's a son of a motherfucker. He's not the son of the mother, but he's fucking the son of a mother. He's a son of a motherfucker. Put it that way. And that, you know, that's that's a pretty backwards way to to word things, but it's what we do here at the Welcome to the Potty Podcast, bro. Another one. Nailed it. What have we got here? This one's coming in from Paul. Paul. Um, and he says, Are there any comedians that you think are objectively funny but annoy you so much you don't listen to their material? Um, he says, Pete Holmes has some good concepts backed up with solid jokes. I have no good reason, but he annoys me so much. I can't listen to his stuff. He yells a lot and his voice. I mean, his voice is kind of annoying. I, you know, I kind of, I like Pete Holmes. He's not one of my favorite. I've talked shit about some comedians on this podcast before. Um, I'm trying, I don't really want to keep doing it since I'm, you know, I'm blowing up and I could be, you know, I could be trying to get on their podcast pretty soon. Um, that was sarcasm, but um, yeah, honestly, I am trying to speak some shit into the universe. And um, any of the comedians that I've taught shit about are fifty times better than me. And um, I'm not, yeah, I'm just not really a place in my comedy career to be really talking shit. And if I was in that place, I certainly wouldn't be doing it on a podcast. So thanks for writing in, Paul. But I, I can't. Um, I can't go naming people and <laughs> apologies to Pete Holmes, but those were Paul's words, not mine. I do, yeah, I do like Pete Holmes. He does yell. I'm not big into yellers. Um, trying to think of like a great yell. Bill Burr, well, he's one of my favorites of all time and he's a yeller, so I can't even say I'm not into yellers. But yeah, Chris Rock's also a yeller. I love Chris Rock, but. I don't know. Pete Holmes, I think it might be just his voice because, yeah, he's he's funny. He's got good jokes, man. Um, this one's this one's coming in from Marvin here. Marvin. And um, I hope you've eaten, brother. Um, he says, how do I tell my girlfriend about her annoying habit? He says, I have a girlfriend. We met at a mutual friend's party and have been together for one and a half years. I'm hoping that she's still the person I marry one day. There is a small thing that bugs me about her, however. I'm not sure. Hold on. Let's go back. There is a small thing that bugs me about her, however. Okay, let's start one more time. There is a small thing that bugs me about her, however. I'm sure that I have some things that bug her too. I'm a pretty quiet guy and she loves to talk. When she talks to me, she ends every few sentences with, hear me? <laughs> this is hilarious, dude, because this just sounds like you hate me. Because every time I fucking say something, I'm like, you feel me? <laughs> okay, let's keep going, bro. When she talks to me, she has everything. If you hear me, I, say, I usually respond with, yep. Sometimes if I don't respond, she'll say, hear me again. And it has become extremely annoying. We could have a 20-minute conversation, and she says, hear me at least 20 times. So once a minute. Beautiful. She's She's killing it. I like to get at least like one laugh a minute. I prefer to even have one laugh every 
you know, 10, 15 seconds if I can, but I'm a storyteller and I haven't quite mastered the, you know, little jokes within the stories. I'm going, I'm, I'm getting better. I'm trying, I'm writing a lot. Um, it's come to a point where sometimes I'd rather text than talk on the phone. <laughs> Imagine if she texts, you read me? <laughs> um, just so she doesn't have to keep asking if I heard her. After meeting her dad, I learned that he does the same thing. Not nearly as much though. I want to tell her that it's very annoying, but I don't want to hurt her feelings. How can I deal with this without sounding like an arsehole? Um, um, you could, you could just address it and be like, yeah, yeah, I hear you. I always hear you. You don't need to ask me if I hear you. You do that which is, I think that's the asshole thing you're talking about. You don't want to do Maybe you could just do it back. Maybe you could start hitting her with hear me all the time um, until she's like, why the fuck do you keep saying hear me, you know? Or hit her with feel me. Hit, hit her with you feel me. Keep saying you feel me. And just say you got it from the Welcome to the Potty podcast and like it's dope. Just be like, the show is really dope. You should listen to it. But also like, yeah, I like saying you feel me now. And then she'll be like, well, it's annoying. Be like, well, you always say you hear me. That's the same thing. See what she says like that. You do that, and then that way I get an extra listener. Um, that'd be probably my favorite thing for you to do. Um, how else, man? You could get mad sarcastic with her every time she says. <laughs> she could be like, um, "All right, so we're booked in for dinner at seven on Thursday. You hear me?" And be like, oh, "No." <laughs> No, Susie, you don't hear ya. You do that. That's nuts, though. That's nuts. She sounds like a black chick, which is kind of dope. So good for you, bro. Um, I got a friend who's a white guy, and um, he loves black chicks. But your name's Marvin. I kind of think you're black. Remember Marvin from the Jordan commercials? It was Spike Lee played Marvin. So think about that. Anyway, that's all we got today. I hope that answers your question, Marvin. I think you should tell her to listen to the Welcome to the Potty podcast and listen to how many times I say feel me and you start saying feel me until it makes her annoying. The problem with that is you could develop a habit of saying you feel me and it's not one that's easy to get rid of, nor do you want to get rid of it because it's so dope. It's so fucking dope, bruh. All right? Um, you know what it is. Welcome to the Potty on everything. Bald man's not here. Um... This is a quick solo at me and Bald Man will be back hopefully in the next couple of days. Um, I love you guys. Don't forget to love yourselves. And as always, bung bung. P.S. Um, it's Anzac Day, so please keep in mind all of the um, members of the Defence Force, veterans, families, um, 